Alright, welcome back to another episode of Corked Up. This is my big water bottle. Cheers. She gives me crap about my... I know, I know. So we're cheersing to... I'm Rachel Luba. Oh yeah, you are Rachel Luba. I'm Jess Kleinschmidt. And uh, welcome back to another episode of Corked. Yeah, it's... Um, um, We don't have Will, our producer here, with us um, in this moment, but I did get to meet him in person for the first time, and I photoshopped Jess into our picture together. And you know what? You did, like, a really good job. If you didn't, like, if you kind of, like, were doing the thing that most people do and they just, like, go through stories really quickly, it could have looked like we were all actually hanging out together. That's what I thought, and I used, um, like, the Snapchat sticker tool because I wasn't getting too fancy. I was on the go while trying to, like, half-ass do it. But that, but you thought about me, which meant the world. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. So, but but it's good. Yeah, I'm bummed, like, I just missed him because I'll be there in a couple weeks, and I just, bums me out. But that's good because that means, Rach, you and I have an in-person corked up coming up, but I'm really excited about that. Um, but our wine word today is going to be protocol because we have a lot of safety protocols to talk about. Um, there was a lot of announcements, just a lot, just over the last week. Um, for starters, the California teams are actually going to have fans, which is kind of cool. I can only speak on the A's behalf right now uh, for or 20% capacity um, if things go better they'll extend that amount if it's worse then they'll lose it um so from your perspective we're gonna we'll go into spring training eventually but right now when you're hearing California teams obviously your client is uh with the Dodgers if you have all the other clients with other places why is it that California there's a certain capacity but the Texas Rangers said they want to have full capacity so when you first heard of that what were your initial thoughts uh, with, with Texas doing all their fans? Well, I don't, I purposely try to avoid politics and any, like in all of my social media stuff, just because I think it's not productive. Um, so hard for me to really give my thoughts on it, but I think you're just dealing with two different governments and how they believe they, you know, they can operate best. Um, you know, Texas made that, made that decision. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to be great for the, you know, fans in Texas that will get to see the games. Um, I, you know, I, other states made other rules. And so it's just going to depend on the state. I, yeah, no. And that, and that's what a lot of the players were saying today. I think it just, I mean, to cover their own ass the same way, they don't want to be political. I will say, um, I, I'm kind of uncomfortable with it. Um, only because of not necessarily the amount of fans and everything like that, but I feel like there's so much exposure if a player were to get it from a fan. It has nothing to do with necessarily the coronavirus itself, but if you're on the protocol, you can't play, and that fucking blows. Right. To me, I don't see how any of the fans are going to really affect players. Players are pretty – they're more than six feet away from fans, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's pretty easy to keep it that way. Um I think I, you know, I understand. I think some people just have anxiety about the fact that there's going to be a lot of people in one, um, you know, in a, in a place. However, I do think, you know, Delta is really good about this. They still do the one every other seat, but you know, anyone who flies, I've I've flown American a few times and they jam pack everybody into a a plane and it is hundred percent capacity in a tiny little vessel. So like, 
to me, society, there's already aspects of society that are putting people together um, in close quarters, whether that's safe or not is a topic for another discussion. But I think, you know, there are a lot of things, you know, nowadays where we are in close proximity with other people. And so I think it's just, you know, everyone's going to make their best judgment as, as will players. Um, and, you know, hopefully we can have some semblance of normalcy, but I think it's weird to think about the fact that literally this time last year, everything was normal and about to change forever kind of thing. Um, Rudy Gobert story. And, and it was interesting because the, the baseball players, when they heard about Rudy Gobert, they were like, oh, this isn't going to impact. At least that's like the consensus that I've heard from players. They're like, oh, well, there's no way this is going to well, impact us. Yeah, I was at the, so this, like, I think it was March 11th or 12th. Um, I went to um, a Cubs game with Bauer and momentum came with us and we were filming it to show what the fan experience, like we were giving our critique on what the fan experience is like, even at yeah. a spring training game, which, cause we don't get to go to, you know, like you and I, we don't get to go to games yeah. as fans often. Um, and that was the night before I remember sitting in the stands and seeing that, okay, NBA of Adam Silver comes out and okay, we're going to shut down indefinitely. And I remember leaving the game. We're like, I wonder what's going to happen. Like I, I, you know, maybe baseball will like shut down for two weeks or something like that was the extent of what we thought was going to happen. Um, I don't think anyone thought, I remember being at the Reds complex and talking to the GM like the next day too, when they, everyone shut down and we were just like talking. We're like, well, it probably worst case scenario is the season's delayed for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And it was we all joked like, oh, I could use a, a two-week quarantine in my in my house. Like, I was stoked about that. Um, yeah. But it also kind of reminded me, and it was one of, the, I think I tweeted about it, um, just because like, we were so unsure, but we were all kind of scared just because we had no idea like what this meant. And it reminds me when you hit like turbulence on a plane and you're trying to look around to see if anybody else is scared, but like everybody else is being cool. So you act like you're cool, but really you're just like, what the fuck is going on? That's where my mind went, but it's, but I, I do agree. I do. I am very excited to have fans out there and it is a bonus it's outside. So it's a little bit less, you know, confined and everything like that. So I, as, as uncomfortable as full capacity makes me I am totally cool with fans being there at a at a limited way and I'm hoping everything is like legit and people are acting cool because we haven't been around people in a year that's another thing like are we all going to be awkward toward each other I don't know yeah it's a weird um I I've been to a few games this spring and I will say it's I have a new appreciation for games I definitely take them for granted just going to so many and you know I don't as I mean, you're working at games, like I'm doing work at games. It's a different experience. It's yeah. not I'm usually alone. It's, it is what it is. Um, but I don't usually appreciate it the way I think I did this time, just like to be in the sun, um, you know, Arizona, it's been beautiful, um, just to be outside to like see people there to see games being played, just a really cool, cool experience. It is weird right now. Cause there's everything else, um, like the seats around you are zip tied off. Mm -hmm. And it's only the specific seats that you have tickets in and they spread it out, you know, yeah. very, um, you know, they're very specific about it intentionally. Um, but it's a, it's a weird, I, I want to know about purses because so this year, Camelback 
for Dodger games and White Sox, you can't bring in like any purse into the game. Is it and, like the clear ones like they did with NFL? So that's what I thought it was going to be the clear. Um, and luckily I had the fly, which shout out to the fly because they sent me this awesome like custom Luba Sports clear bag. So I brought it the next time I went to a game and they were like, oh, you can't bring this in either. And one of the like ushers or security people tried to even help me get in with it. He's like, I know who you are. He's all going to help you. And I was like, okay. And then they didn't let him even let me in with it. He's like, I tried. I really did. I'm like, it's not your fault. Yeah. But I was like, are you kidding me? I can't even bring a clear bag. So I'm like holding, like I put stuff in my bra. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with my ID? Um, so that you part. Do the, the, the thing where you put like all your things. Did you ever see that meme where you put like everything in this is what girls do like both of my phones got my yeah. lip gloss got yeah I'm not gonna walk around a game like it's what I look like but I put in my, yeah I put some in my bra that's my go-to um oh, but, yeah, the bra. but the when I was at the Rockies game I think at talking stick you can have uh, a clear bag. So, so it varies from place to place. Yeah. So it varies from place to place. Um, or you can have like some, you can have a tiny clutch. Um, I just want to know what ballparks are going to do because like I bring in my war, I bring my iPad, I do work. Right? Like, I don't, this is, I wonder if you can apply for like a media pass and you'd be allowed to bring more stuff in. Well, sometimes, I mean, when it's so like at games, I know at least um, in the past when I've gone, you know, with the Indians or, um, the Reds with player tickets, I can come up through the family side. And so it's different, um, yeah. where, where you can get in. Um, I did have a lot of people tell me though, on social media, when I, they saw me at the games that they thought it was rude that I was taking up tickets for that other fans, like, because it's so limited in capacity, other fans could have used, but I think they don't real, realize that the section where players leave like family that's, that's tailored off for family anyway yeah. so no fan if I didn't take it just would be empty um so for everyone who was hating on me for that um it wouldn't have changed yeah so um, well that's good I guess I, I what else is like weird though like does it does like the vibe is the vibe it's been, I don't know if it's because I've gone to some mid, you know, just like midweek games. I did go to a Saturday game. Um, the, the game I went to on Monday was Reds Rockies, um, to see like my client, Eric Jagers, the assistant pitching coach for the Reds. So I went to go, you know, see him and some other friends that are playing. It was the, I felt like everybody in the stadium was watching the game, how I watch it, where it's like, I'm multitasking. I'm not really paying attention. I'm not there because like, as a fan, that's how it felt like everyone was. And I was like, because there were runs and I don't know, it's spring training. It's, you know, day game, right? but I felt like it would be more exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's just so empty. I don't, I don't really know, but it wasn't, it wasn't super loud. My guess is that though, I mean, regular season, it's going to be, you know I've already seen ticket prices are crazy I think just because people yeah I think the A's some of the A's tickets were expensive for an A's game I think I saw one that was $60 and I was like wow I mean I I don't I haven't purchased a ticket in so long I don't 
what is a normal, I don't know. What I normal. make the joke that if you have $45 in your pocket, you could sit in the dugout at an A's game. But I don't, I think over the years, that's been like an overplayed joke. Um, I, I know in Cleveland, they used to have, there's like the corner, I could be wrong, bar. And it's like, there's a Friday, I think there was like a Friday special where people could basically, it was like, you buy the you buy two drinks. It's like the cost of two drinks at the bar and you get to go in to the bar, which is in uh, right field, I think. And I also, yeah, you get to hang out in there all game and stand and whatever, hang out at the bar and you get two drinks for it. Um, but it's just the cost of two drinks to get to go into the game in there. So that's kind of cool. As a fan, where would you want to sit during a game? I'm often curious about that because for me, as a fan, I either like to be in the bar, like kind of just like barely even watching the game, just socializing, or I need to be like right behind like a dugout, like really taking it in. So some like sometimes I like sweets because it's like away from everything that yeah. you can just like focus on what you want to focus on. You're not distracted because I feel like a lot of times I I get. I sit next to somebody that I hear, I'm list, I have to listen to their conversation the whole game and I don't want to hear it. Uh, bullshit. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I either, I like a, a sweet, but I will say it's hard to be into the game as much when you're up there because it, it's not, it, you're, you're a little bit further away. I think usually but I think sitting like right behind home flakes, I've done that too. It's too, or right behind the dugout. To me, it's too close. Mm-hmm. Like I can't fully, I'm too focused in on, I can't see the whole picture of the game. So I don't know, you know, I, I usually like the family section. Yeah. Yeah. The family section's dope. Cause you're like, you're usually halfway there. Yeah. You're, yeah. it's you, you're usually, I don't know, somewhere by first or third. Yeah. Uh, and like in that first section, Yeah. Yankees, they put you on the second level as far. Um, it's kind of secluded. Yeah. I like that. I do like a sweet too, but that, like, it depends on the vibe. Like the, like the giants has an NBC sports Bay area suite dedicated. So like, we'll go all the time and usually it's a last minute thing. So I don't mind a sweet especially after covering sports for eight hours before that, <laughs> like, I'm like, I want to just eat nachos and, and know there was a baseball no. game there. And that's it. Yeah. I think I just, I feel bad, like giving my opinion on it. Cause I also just realized that I don't go to the game, but I just, it's been so long since I've had a true fan experience. I think I went once. Um, I want to say like the last time was probably when, uh, couple years ago I know Bauer was playing up in the Bay Area uh the Indians were in town they were playing San Francisco and because all my like my brother was living up there all my friends from growing up are up in San Francisco living there and so we all went to a game and I sat in the outfield like in the bleachers or whatever wherever that is out there Mm -hmm. and got beers and I was like this is so weird I haven't I don't I see, I'm paranoid to go as a fan these days because like I I want to be able to like really like get kind of a buzz going and and just like feel the moment but like then I but, but you right like, I mean I could do that then for yeah. sure and no one it wouldn't be no one would notice yeah the games I've been to I mean at least like the Dodger games I had people 
from the second I got out of my car yelling chalupa and I was like oh Jesus like <laughs> yell, yell food terms at me too but you know it's just a little different scenario <laughs> God, Trevor turned he started calling me the other day taco-san because you know in uh Japan they it's like a form yeah. of respect to say son so he decided my my new the new version of it is going to be taco-san I was like, we're not doing that. Well, I I guess, so I, I was like, whatever about Chalupa for a bit until I just, you know, I just rewatched, I'm in the middle of rewatching the league and there's Chalupa Batman. And now I'm obsessed with, you're like Chalupa Catwoman. Okay. Do you want to know what, so some, some fan actually on YouTube told uh, wrote in the comments or something that Rachel, you should call your, like your fans the Lubinati. And I was like, I, I liked it. I and do. So I made a, I was like, I'm going to, Trevor was like, you should secure the handles now. Like, yeah. He's always thinking about that stuff. Right. So I did. And I made the, I was like, well, I need a logo for it. And so I looked at the, the Illuminati logo it's and a triangle. Yeah. With the eye in the middle. Well, let me show you. You're like a Dorito tortilla chip. No, it's classier. Jess, come on. Oh yeah, I forget. It's not. It's you and not me. That would be my logo. Am I? I love that. Right. Um, however, I I am not going to be a part of the Lubinati. You don't have to, but you're not. That I mean, you're just not cool. Um, I'm gonna. Yeah. Are you kidding? If I make a if I make a necklace, you're telling me you're not gonna wear that that triangle. That's a cool metal necklace, like or like silver. Fine. You're never allowed in it. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, it, it's a little too like trippy for me. Like Illuminati trips me out. Does it? It, it does. Is. And I, and maybe it's just because like, I think of Beyonce's possessed face during the Super Bowl, and it just creeps me out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Mine's not going to be that like, I mean, it's just a little creepy. I like the edge of like secrecy, you know? So anyways, yeah, that's I'm, that's going to be my, my, my club, the Lubinati and could be a part of it. I think I want to, maybe I'll be like the rebel who just like, doesn't. What, what are your fans going to be called? The client, you know, like, the little Schmitz. <laughs> the little shits. The Klein shits. The Klein shits. I, I, like- I don't, I don't want, you can have all of my fans. I don't want any fans yeah well I've just learned like there's so many haters that it's like nice to have fans because they're not they like support you when yeah and and maybe I don't like calling them fans I like calling I'm calling them fans either that's why I'm calling like my 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 Lubinati where they're not your fans they're Lubinatis it's (laughs) it's like don't get me wrong like the word the word play is fantastic I know it's so good it's fantastic but I, I want my own version of, of your symbol, but like on a, like a tortilla Doritos chip. Okay. Well, I mean, we could probably do it. I say you could probably do that easily. Yeah. I like that. So, and yeah, that's a great idea. Um, what are your thoughts? If this, is, but this is the last thing before I let you go. The thoughts on, um, I don't know if you've researched or, or heard anything, but I feel like the safety stuff's going to be interesting. I do. I do have a feeling it's going to be fluid as far as the regular season goes for these guys uh, traveling and everything like that. Um, I know security is going to be tough um, as far as. 
I'm frustrated for the guys for it. I am too. I was, and I was thinking about 60 games. games It was already tough. And, but we're asking 162. There's so, it's not nearly as strict this year. So it's in, in terms of like enforcing it, I think. And so it's just weird. Even I think if you look at just how different teams during spring are going about their protocols and how strictly they're enforcing it or not Mm -hmm. and it's one of those things that it's like you got to do it's all or nothing in my opinion especially like when you have one you know when you have a the the thing I hated about the protocols last year was that the protocols that they had on the road were so strict and rightfully so and they were very cautious but then it was completely negated by when they were home they could do whatever and so to Mm -hmm. me then like what's it's not like when when, hey when you're in Oakland just COVID-19 won't get you but when you're on the road it will that's not how that works so to me it's got to be if we're if we want all these protocols that we got to do it 100% and if we're not gonna do it 100% then then it's crazy to have these wishy-washy protocols and then players don't know you know I don't know and then they end up getting in trouble if they violate something that they did on the road that they could have done at home yeah I don't know that's just the agent and yeah no I understand that's kind of that's difficult from on both parties and then the travel part is interesting to me but I feel like that shouldn't be that different because they have chartered planes so it's like that that shouldn't be that difficult um I understand maybe like see even if you had a curfew how would that be any different you'd still be going out like I don't understand and none of it I mean because they they'll I know like some teams last year they were allowed they could not eat out I mean I know Clevenger and Plesak got in trouble last year uh for for going out on the road however I know like a lot of teams I'm not sure if it was the same with the Indians but i I wouldn't be surprised but when players were in their home cities they were allowed to eat out so to me, that's just not consistent and doesn't follow logic. Yeah. And, and you get mad at players for breaking a rule. So I, okay, I get it. They broke a rule, but like, did the rule make any sense? No. Right. If we're going to say you can't go out at restaurants at all, it should be, I mean, I know that sucks, but like, then it should be in every city. And if not, or like at home too. And, and if not, then like, just use your best judgment. I guess like that's, that's the other rule, but, um, that's just more so me speaking for the frustration of how I know a lot of players view it. Uh, I agree. I agree. And especially because like, and and it sucks. Like I, and I, I know, I think I, I speak for a lot of not, not speak for the fans, but I'm hearing a lot of fans saying like, well, just like, don't go out this and that. It's like, yeah, but like, this 162 162 games and that they can't and when we say you can't go out we're saying I mean they're not supposed to go like mind you as mind you too when they finish games at night you know if they have family in town the the players themselves might have food that are made for them but sometimes like their family they got to feed them so they got to go to out to a restaurant that after late at, at night you know they're on the road they can't just go you know, go make food at home. Um, it's not, you know, 162 games where you're confined. I mean, let's be real. People in America were upset about two weeks being quarantined. Yeah. yeah. And I know a lot of people have still been very limited, but 
you're asking people that are, they're not in the comfort of their own home either. Mm -hmm. They're they're traveling on the road and you're making them everywhere they go. They have to be confined while traveling. It's just like, you know, you, you can make your home a a livable place to be quarantined, but you can't make a, you know, some random hotel on the road. Like, yeah. And I mean, quarantine proof every single human will go would go crazy I mean for the most part would go crazy just like what you wake up in your hotel room get on the bus go to the field play get off the bus or get off the field and then like and it's just like that's how spring has been I was talking to some front office guys too and everyone the consensus is just like this spring training sucks it's not every spring training like is always it's fun because oh, it doesn't- I wild out That's right. I know and it, because everyone is in the same you've got everyone's in like the same two places either mm-hmm. all the like Florida's different actually it's all spread out but yeah. but Arizona everybody's in in basically within 40 minutes of driving you can see all the players like can go out see each other they can go out you get to socialize everyone in the industry half the people in the industry are all there you can see them you know you get drinks with different you know front office guys like you can you it's so fun and here this year it's just like I haven't seen anybody I've been you know like yeah we're all in the same place but no one can see anybody it's not it's not that fun it's not that exciting it's not spring training like yeah. it does not feel yeah so maybe that helps some of the people with FOMO I mean it didn't help me I'm still going to spring training so it's just kind of like yeah you're that. not missing out like no one is in I don't think anyone I would love to see what old town is like right now oh yeah yeah like no I, I doubt it's crazy that's where I used to stay like right in that hilt is it the Hilton over there um, and so I, I was in walking distance of old town and I loved it. Yes. And, yeah. You know, I, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll see when I get there, but I mean, for me, it's more like I need a, a break before continuing quarantine when the season starts, but it's looking promising. Hopefully I can actually go not only to the games, but in studio a little bit more and everything like that. Oh. So it's, it's good. Cause I need, I have so many dresses that I need to wear. Hmm. Yeah. You know how that goes. I hear you. Um, I don't know how we did in our drinking game. I know we had, we like barely pay attention, but we, I was not paying attention at all. So hopefully yeah. back home you were and your hand. Yeah. Hopefully people got drunk. If not, let's, can we cheers to happy birthday to our dads? Dad. Daddy Luba and daddy Kleinschmidt. Cheers to them. Cheers to daddy Luba and daddy Kleinschmidt. The best. Happy birthday. And Daddy Lou, he's 60. Yeah, it's his big six zero. Looks amazing. He's the best. I'm going to Santa Barbara um, with my family this weekend. This I love that. This episode, actually, he doesn't listen to this, so I'm not worried. <laughs> he doesn't know about it. So We should still have producer Will, like, do a thing for yeah. like, the happy birthday plug. Can I tell you what I got him for his birthday? Yes. I had orally made a custom cut. So my dad, it was the one who got me, like we used to paint my nails together. That was our thing. Mm-hmm. And so I took this picture of, that we have um, when I was little, he's playing, I was playing T-ball. He was like swinging me to like swing the bat. Mm-hmm. And um, I took that picture and I took a color in it, like this pink color in my bathing suit, or whatever that I was wearing. Um, and they made like a custom uh, orally color for him. 
and it's going to be, it's called daddy's girl. And it's so Orly's going to send him like a custom, like Orly nail polish and he can save it till maybe when I have kids or something. And I love that. That's cute. Or he can like do one of those things where he like paints his pinky nail or something. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll let him paint my nails just for old time's sake. There you go. I love that. All right, Rachel, thanks for letting me bug you. And um, I will see you soon, which is really exciting. Yeah. I we'll know. see you next time, peeps. All right. Cheers. <laughs>